Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome to the November 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club. Coming to you from Sydney, Australia, my name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Jenna Law, and we are discussing a comparative study of meshed and non-meshed acellular dermal matrix in immediate breast reconstruction. Uh, this is uh, from Dr. Michael Shefflin's group uh, in Tel Aviv, and uh, the first author is Dr. Lowton, and this was published in the November 2019 PRS. So, Jen, what was this paper about in a nutshell? So this paper was basically comparing um, whether meshing ADM reduced rates of post-operative complications such as hematoma, seroma, infection, um, in comparison to just fenestrating the ADM alone in prosthetic-based uh, breast reconstruction. So tell me, why are surgeons using ADM in breast reconstructions? Well, in fact, more than 50% of breast reconstructions in the USA now use ADM. They use it to shape the implant pocket, to increase the initial tissue expander inflation volume, to provide tissue reinforcement. Um, and there are suggestions that in the long term, ADM reduces capsular contracture. But what are the concerns about ADM? Yeah, ADM uses not without its problems, um, problems such as seroma, hematoma, infection. Okay, so tell me about this uh, series. So this series um, was a retrospective study uh, examining um, the post-operative complications associated with meshing ADM using a Rosenberg measure meshed at a ratio of 2 to 1 versus fenestrating ADM using die press cutting. All other surgical techniques um, remain the same other than the main variable of either meshing ADM or fenestrating ADM. And I imagine that this measure is a uh, non-crushing uh, uh, measure, um, uh, similar to the ones, you know, which they use for meshing Integra and the like. Yep. Um, okay, so so there's basically two case series, you know, before September of 2017, uh, the lead author was uh, um, uh, just using meshed ADM and then after that, oh no, sorry, sorry, uh, between January 2015 and September 2017, he was using meshed ADM and for the two years before that, he was just using the fenestrated ADM. Yes. And how did the two groups compare and what differences did he find? Well, with the two groups, um, he found that the key differences was that in the mesh group, the time to drain removal was shorter at 8.3 days compared to the fenestrated group, uh, which was 10 days. Um, they also found that um, in terms of major complications, the mesh group had fewer, had no major seroma and no major hematoma, whereas the fenestrated group had significantly more of this. They also found that in terms of total infection, the mesh group, this was lower um, and this was the infection rates were higher as a group uh, for fenestrated um, ADM patients. So the summary is, fenestrated ADM is, um, uh, sorry, uh, the meshed ADM as opposed to simply fenestrating the ADM uh, appears to be superior mm-hmm. in terms of avoiding complications such as seroma and hematoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you like about this paper? Um, I think that if uh, this result is true, um, it's a very simple technique um, that can be easily utilised in the operative room, uh, operating room to optimise results. Um, I like that the, um, that the authors attempt to quantify their results um, in terms of complications. And um, Yeah, so uh, I thought it was an excellent report. Um, it's, very, it's a very well-written paper. Did you have any concerns at all? 
Um, it is a retrospective study um, using historical controls. Um, with this type of study, it may be that the surgeon's experience with ADM has improved and evolved by the time he got to the mesh ADM group. Um, there is also um, a short follow-up period um, during which time capsular contraction may not have become evident. And um, I also would have liked to see whether implant size affect the outcome between the two groups. Yes. And uh, the other thing which, which has to be acknowledged is that uh, the author does have a uh, relationship with Integral Life Sciences, uh, being a researcher and investigator, and that the, uh, the data collection and statistical analysis was, uh, uh, that process was supported by Integral Life Sciences. Uh, so that's something also just to be uh, kept in mind when uh, evaluating the result. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I thought this was a very interesting paper. Uh, it certainly um, defines a problem and then uh, presents a solution in a consecutive series by a single um, surgeon. Um, and I think it uh, adds something to our knowledge on this topic. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.